Hi, and welcome to another episode of Canadian Manufacturing Talks. Today, my guests are Sarah McKinnon, CEO and CFO of Delta Q Technologies, and Steve Blaine, CEO and Executive VP of Delta Q, here to talk about their battery technology and how it's disrupting the mobile vehicle market. I'm Sarah McKinnon. Uh, I'm the CFO and co-CEO at Delta Q. Been with the company 11 years now. Uh, I joined the company as the CFO, working closely with the co-founder and CEO at the time. Uh, and then recently with Steve, uh, we've moved into the, the co-CEO role together. And good morning. I'm Steve Blaine, also uh, co-CEO here at Delta Q and uh, also lead product management, engineering and quality teams. Been with Delta Q now since 2014. An engineer at, at heart, graduated from local university many years ago, UBC. Uh, so have, have over 40 years of experience in various products from communications, wireless and uh, now power charging solutions. So excited to be part of the Delta Q team and seeing the great growth we've had and to chat with you today. Thank you. Uh, I'm excited to have you both uh, here with me. So uh, our readership and audience spans a wide horizon of, uh, you know, manufacturing industries, uh, not just uh, automotive, but also, you know, food and beverage, pharmaceutical, manufacturing executives, so all over. So I say all that to sort of jump into my first question, um, which is just to learn more. And I'm curious to know more about your battery charging systems and what separates them from what's currently on the market. And uh, because I know our audience uh, who, whether or not they intersect with what Delta Q is doing, would be very curious to learn about uh, some of the battery charging systems that um, uh, are being manufactured at Delta Q. Well, to start with, the solutions, the chargers that we provide are more industrial focused as opposed to consumer oriented. Um, they are, we design them to be rugged enough and uh, uh, have a lifetime and the like so that they could be on vehicles so incorporated in uh the end end product whatever that might be and we'll talk a, a little bit later about the markets we do get into but but they are also are used offboard so both onboard and offboard solutions for both lead acid and lithium ion uh, battery technologies so the, the types of uh, markets that we're serving right now are um, some older traditional ones, industrial, more industrial nature like floor care, golf. Um, we're now getting into outdoor power equipment, uh, sports, e-mobility. That's a very broad category, everything from two wheel scooters to three or four wheel uh, type vehicles material hand handling and, and even construction and agriculture industries are, are going uh, electric now as well. So those are all markets that, that we serve. Um, it's, you may notice that I didn't say automotive. So true consumer automotive type uh, applications is something we actually don't uh, service today. So we're, we're excluding that. What differentiates our solutions uh, from others in those markets right now is innovation, ruggedness, our focus on quality, high efficiency. We optimize the battery power uh, through the way we charge those batteries. Uh, also the performance and reliability of the battery of the uh, battery pack. So, um, you know, you, you can you can charge a battery pack in many different ways, but uh, it's going to affect 
its lifetime if you don't do it properly. So uh, we're really focusing on uh, on high performance uh, solutions in that. I think it's important to also note that the solution that we're providing is goes much beyond the charger itself. So that's the physical item, but it also includes the knowledge base that we have in electrification. The solution includes capabilities of our application engineering team and the way we partner with our customers and our suppliers. So um, along with that, we have a focus on uh, sustainability. Of course, that's a, a very broad word used a lot these days. And it's everything from, from uh, just the market we play in, electrification plays an important part of that, but also the way we conduct our, our business and uh, and look at our own carbon emissions and those sorts of things. Okay, no, interesting. That's a, a very uh, in-depth answer. Thank you for uh, giving me a, a really good, a great overview of, uh, you know, where Delta Q is involved and, and uh, that sort of thing. Um, so with all of those sort of um, industries and, and the battery charging system in mind, um, I, as I understand that the, the chargers are manufactured out of China, as are many battery charging systems and many products, uh, and I do know that Delta Q is a Canadian manufacturer in a way, but I'm I'm curious how we measure Canadian and what we mean by that. And uh, I know you met, you yourself mentioned you know you went to school at a UBC, so it could be like the talent pool and and things like that. And uh, so I'm curious uh, from that perspective, uh, how Canadian is Delta Q and uh, what does the supply chain right now look like when it comes to domestic versus international stuff? We are a Canadian company, born and bred in Vancouver. We're still based out of Vancouver. This is our uh, corporate headquarters. So our, our worldwide team is over 130 now, but more than 100 of those are in the uh, Vancouver area, the corporate headquarters, and we're continuing to grow primarily in this location. We're excited to be moving to a brand new uh, facility just a block away another month from now. Our Vancouver base is really the home for engineering, finance, marketing, quality, product management, the customer service teams. A few of the other teams, sales, business development, and application engineering, they're sprinkled a little bit more worldwide to help serve the, the various geographical markets. It's, it's also interesting that, that our Vancouver base houses a state-of-the-art battery facility. What we do there is evaluate and evolve our charging solutions and the battery charging algorithms. We even do some work with our battery partners and OEMs on special applications that, that they may have. So it's, uh, it's a, a real strength of, of our company and this facility. We also have uh, really strong ties with Canadian universities <laughs> above and beyond our own, my own education, <laughs> and particularly those in the Vancouver area. So what do we do? Uh, we're collaborating with some research projects with those universities, and we also have a really strong intern program to help nurture the next generation of engineers. So we have continual uh, both hardware and software co-ops from the local universities working here also uh, goes beyond engineering, actually. Our marketing team also has uh, has some co-ops from time to time. We're also a member of a global group of companies. Uh, they're all focused on electrification, so that's the Zappi group. And as part of that group, uh, it really helps strengthen our own capabilities as well as our, our global presence. Despite all of that, we are 
run and operated out of Canada. So you mentioned the manufacturing specifically. Yes, we have a manufacturing partner in China that we've developed a great partnership over the years. It's interesting to note, though, that that manufacturing partner is actually a North American-based company with global locations all over. So over the past uh, couple of years, we've actually focused on expanding our manufacturing footprint. So it goes beyond China now. We have a second location uh, in Mexico that's been running for, for two years now. And later this year, uh, Saudi will be announcing a third location we're not going to disclose it at this time. It's still in development. But uh, all of these are continue to strengthen our supply chain. And it's important, we think, to remain agile in responding to the geopolitical environment and deliver charging solutions to our customers with the value that, that they require. Just to add to Steve's comments, when you think about our supply chain and the components and materials that go into our products, really those are sourced from outside of Canada. So just from a competitive advantage perspective, um, it's a re really a requirement to do that manufacturing outside of China. But as Steve said, I mean, all of our new product development, product planning, and all of our future looking activities are all based out of our office here in Vancouver. Yeah, and that's uh, sort of a story that's echoed by, you know, uh, pretty much every manufacturer, especially in the in the clean tech space. With that in mind, that obviously the, the federal budget was announced last week and almost every industry had their eyes on, um, you know, what was going to be happening for them. And from a manufacturing perspective, the, you know, the federal government's obviously making a huge push to electrify certain industries, reduce emissions and make making sure that, you know, we're, we're reducing our environmental impact. And I'm curious how to into the budget Delta Q was and um, what their thoughts are on sort of some of the clean tech tax credits announced on stuff like land usage and, and, and things like that or, or how you guys will be affected. Mm -hmm. No, we think it's fantastic. So part of Delta Q's mission um, as part of what we do enabling vehicle electrification is to have a positive impact on the planet. Steve talked earlier about our sustainability initiatives over and above the fact that we're enabling a reduction of greenhouse gases. So absolutely uh, very excited to see some of these incentive programs come out of the government because we don't uh, have our manufacturing assets in Canada. We, we don't expect at this time that these particular incentives will benefit Delta Q. But that said, we're already able to take advantage of some of the programs um, from the various levels of government around the product research and development that we do here in Canada. So we feel like we're well supported by the by the government programs in place and are very much in favor of these new programs that they're rolling out for the future of Canada. Um, I know you said that, you know, because of the manufacturing assets are not in Canada, do announcements like uh, the, the tax credits for, uh, you know, clean tech manufacturing make uh, or, you know, help Delta Q consider, uh, you know, manufacturing facilities in Canada because of tax credits like that? Is that something that you sort of double take and think about? Um, definitely. Uh, with the changing geopolitical climate, we, you know, over the years had to look at our manufacturing strategy a number of times. So, as Steve talked about, I mean, we initially had all of our manufacturing in China, and then with some of the changes between China and the U.S., we expanded our footprint to Mexico, for example. So we have talked in the past about if our programs were more automated, for example, could we set up a line in Canada? At the same time, it's got to be cost competitive so that we have a, a reasonable offering that's commercially viable for our, our customers. Uh, and um, 
today that's we're not quite there but it's something of course we're always open-minded to um, in the future as as we continue to evaluate what's happening around the world yeah so i guess uh, moving on i'm curious what uh, uh delta q is focused on in 2023 as the electrification of a number of industries uh, uh continue i was at uh, promat a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. and actually went by the zappy group uh, booth and i met a few of the delta q people and i had a look at the xv 3300 charger uh, you know, great looking product. Um, uh, I'm curious what, what Delta Q is focused on uh, for the remainder of the year and heading into the future. Yeah, well, we're really excited coming into 2023. 2022 saw us achieve a milestone revenue of 100 million US dollars. Uh, that significantly passes uh, any, any previous year's revenues. Um, getting to that level required scaling the organization, which was a huge focus for the last couple of years of Sarah and myself with uh, new people coming on board. We have a new VP of operations, Brooke Hansen, that joined us a couple of years ago. Uh, and so, you know, really proud of the team for achieving that milestone. Along with that, uh, during the year, I believe it was April, we uh, shipped our four millionth battery charger. And uh, and as I mentioned, we're we're about to move in to some uh, a new uh, headquarters uh, just a block away from where we are now. So we've got some great momentum going into 2023. As you mentioned, we've got the XB3300 battery charger just being introduced now, so that'll be ramping up production. We have an unannounced product uh, that will come out uh, in another couple of months uh, now as, as well. So we continue to add to our product portfolio and we're seeing uh, really new markets that we're getting involved with well beyond uh, you know automotive. So uh, I think I mentioned these earlier, construction and agriculture and even marine applications are starting to tip towards uh, electrification. So these all provide some really great opportunities. So we're, uh, we have a target of 10 to 20% growth each year. It's fueled by new products and, and new markets. Um, we're excited to be part of uh, electrification because it, it's just affecting all, all different parts of our lives and, and how we do things, right? Um, yeah, no, thank you. And, and that sort of uh, uh, touches on my, my sort of final question, which was, you know, what kind of charges and products were being considered at Delta Q that may not be necessarily available right now. And you mentioned, uh, you know, looking at, uh, you know, certain uh, machines and products in construction and agriculture and marine that were being uh, considered at Delta Q. One of the interesting conversations I had at Promat was about, um, I spoke to somebody who said that, um, you know, the electrification of a lot of industries is creating a lot, of, you know, proliferation and sort of like a, a way too many players in the field that are uh, electrifying products. And he does, this person did not see it as sustainable and saw some of them going like, you know, bust in a few years when, because there, there was too much competition in that space. Uh, what do you think can prevent that sort of bust? And what do you think goes into making sure that you have uh, continued and sustained growth over the years while the other players sort of fall off? One of our biggest competitive advantage, both as as a Canadian company, Delta Q, as well as part of the Zappi Group, is just the knowledge base and capabilities that we have as a group. So we're a long-term player in this market. We'll continue to evaluate the opportunities and requirements of that market and our customers 
and, and will adapt. Um, the XV3300 is an ex excellent example of, of innovation done. It's not just a simple charger. That's its core uh, capability, but it also has built into it a DC-DC converter. So the batteries on these electric vehicles are higher voltage than the normal 12 volts that you see in a standard automotive environment. So you have to convert that voltage to the 12 volts for accessories and other things on the vehicle. So we've now built that capability into the battery charger uh, rather than our OEM customers having to purchase and add that separately. It also, with the advent of all the electric vehicles and the charging stations that are being put in place now, that charging infrastructure, We've added an interface in our charger that communicates with that charging station. So for those customers that are providing vehicles that could take advantage of our consumer-oriented charging stations, we have built into the, the charger the capability to communicate. So it's not as simple as, as walking up to the wall outlet and plugging in your power cord. When you plug into a charging station, there's communications that have to happen for safety purposes, as well as uh, charging, <laughs> not battery charging, we're talking about dollars charging here, uh, solutions as well, right? So it's all part of the thing. So that's a good example of where we've innovated. We'll continue to look at the new markets that uh, are going electrification and add new features, and we'll definitely be adding new, newer and likely higher power levels to the product portfolio in the coming years. So Steve mentioned this earlier, our team, and when you think about these new markets that are um, bringing on electric vehicles, um, really driven by regulatory or environmental or new technology reasons. So we're seeing kind of new OEMs in the market that don't have a history of electric vehicles and don't have that know-how that Steve mentioned that our team has. So in terms of having a competitive advantage, this isn't just about handing over a charger. Steve just talked through some of the complexity. It's also about an overall system and working with that OEM to provide a solution that works for them that happens to be a charger. And so really just having that that team, uh, we have a very you know deep experience in, in this building on charging and charging systems. And, and that for us is a strong competitive advantage. We're, we're leveraging that now with education series like webinar series. It's uh, available through our website and that sort of thing to help our current customers as well as prospective customers understand what it means to uh, use uh, electric, uh, electric drive for the vehicles. A big thank you once again to our guests, Sarah McKinnon and Steve Blaine, and a huge thank you as well to our listeners. Stay tuned for more episodes.